morning, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it. I am Anthony Moore. I serve as the senior pastor of Carolina Church, located in Fort Washington, Maryland. And you are on the Carolina Prayer Call Line. And I'm grateful for your presence on this morning, for many of you who have practiced the discipline of um, putting God first and making him important enough that we would get up in the morning with our minds stayed on him. Let me thank you so very much for your presence on this morning. We've been wrestling with this notion and idea of um, how to put God first. I want to transition today and talk about how we can become more like Christ. How can we become more like Christ? Um, I think that you all will agree with me that God's desire for all who know him is for us to become more like Jesus Christ. I think you all would agree that it is God's desire for those of us who know him to in our lives become more like Christ. And the way that we do this, and I want you all to hear me carefully, the way that we become more like Christ is not by way of behavior. It's not by way of behavior. We do this, we become more like Christ by first growing in our knowledge of Christ. It happens by us first growing in knowledge of Christ. It stands to reason that we cannot grow to be like somebody we don't know. We can't do that. It's just impossible to grow to be like somebody that you don't know. So that means then the deeper our knowledge of Christ, the deeper our understanding of him, and the more like him we can become. Among other reasons, you all, we are to know and understand Christ so that we can be secure in the faith. Now, the Apostle Paul um, reiterates this truth over in Ephesians chapter 4, Ephesians 4, verses um, 14 through 16. This is what it says in Ephesians 4, verse 14 through 16. It says to us there, then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of men in their deceitful schemings. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will in all things grow up into him who is the head, that is Christ. From him the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, 
grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. Now, that's what Paul gives them to us in Ephesians 4, verse 14 through 16, to help us to know and be aware that our knowledge of Christ and our understanding of him helps us to become more like him. But also, you see this same thought and idea in Second Peter 3, verses 17 through 18. In Second Peter chapter 3, verses 17 through 18, this is what it says. It says, therefore, dear friends, since you already know how, since you already know this, be on your guard so that you may not be carried away by the error of lawless men and fall from your secure position, but grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be both to him be glory, both now and forever. Amen. Now, both of these passages show us that growing in the knowledge of Christ will preserve us from faith-destroying errors. It'll preserve us if we know. Now, I do need you all to know this. Um, knowledge alone will not produce a Christ-like character. Knowledge alone will not produce a, Christ, a Christ-like character. The knowledge we gain from God's word must impact our hearts and convict us of the need to obey what we have learned. Um, in Romans chapter 12, Romans 12, verses 1 through 2, it tells us emphatically that the process of filling our minds with the knowledge of God not only brings us closer to Christ-likeness, but obedience to that knowledge aligns us with the perfect will of God. This is what it says in Romans 12, verses 1 and 2. Therefore, I urge you, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. That is your spiritual act of worship. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So the natural consequences of knowing and obeying God is that he becomes greater and greater, while we become less and less as we yield control of our lives to him. Now, John the Baptist knew this, and this is what he said. John the Baptist um, said, um, Jesus must increase, but I must decrease. That's in John chapter 3, verse 30. John understood this. Jesus must increase, but I must decrease. So that means that, that the believer then grows to reflect more of Christ and less of our own nature. Wow. That means then that you and I as believers, we grow to reflect more of Christ and less of our own nature. 
Now, Luke sums it up best when he describes what Jesus told his disciples over in Luke chapter 9, verses 23 through 24. This is what he says. If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for me will save it. The cross, you all, was an instrument of death. And Jesus encourages us to take up our cross in order to put to death our old sin nature. So God wants us to forget about this world and all its temporary pleasures and be obedient to his word. Be obedient to his word. And listen, Jesus is the living word. It's the living word. That's what John chapter 1, verse 1 tells us. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And y'all, Jesus is the living word. And the Bible is God's written word. Therefore, you all, conforming to the word of God is conforming to Christ. Y'all, it is important to realize that becoming more like Christ starts by receiving him as Savior from our sins. Then we grow in our knowledge of God by reading the Bible daily, studying it, and being obedient to what it says. That process causes us to grow, and it occurs over an entire lifetime in Christ. Only when we have entered heaven for eternity with God does this process reach its combination, its combination, its totality. As long as you and I are living here on earth, we will forever be being sanctified to be more like Christ. Now, I want to help you all with this as I close. <clears throat> We're not, in fact, in any way trying to imitate a behavior. That's not what we're trying to do. Monkeys can imitate human beings, but they are not humans. Anyone can imitate the behavior of a believer, of a Christian. God's intent was not for us to imitate, but to get it in our minds, to get it in our heart. Let this mind that was in Christ Jesus be also in you. This is not about you modifying and changing and and presenting yourself as such. This is about getting into you. And the way that he gets it into is through your mind. That's why we've got to know, have the knowledge of God's word. That's why we got to dig into it, go into the word of God so that our behavior will reflect the Jesus that we love and the one who has saved us. Let me thank you all for your time today. I want to ask you all to help me as we intercede for the last portion of our time together on the behalf of persons who, in fact, need our prayers. I need you to help me. Would you pray today? for um, Norman um, 
J. Furby. It's requesting prayer for health and for happiness and peace in the workplace. Praying for the violence in our street. Praying for our seniors and recovering addicts. We're praying today for Kiana Franklin. Um, Praying for the youth, the renewal of the heart and the mind. Praying for members to, um, for mentors rather, to step forward and provide guidance and insight based on the word of God. We're praying for mentors and for the influx of new mentors. We're praying today for Michael Clay. We lift Michael in prayer today. Sister Mary Davis and Deacon Evelyn Mack, we're praying. Martina Baxter. Associate Pastor Talia White, praying for Velda Jones and for Brother Larry Thomas. Sister Gaylene Musgrove, we are lifting you in prayer. Continual prayers for Dion and Glenda Coleman. Praying continual prayers for Sister Terrell Powell and her family. I'm going to ask you today if you all would be kind to help us to pray and intercede on behalf of Emma Oaks and praying for Ruth Ann Major. We're praying today for um, Stacy. Um, I'm sorry, that's but, but uh, Sister um, William Campbell. We're praying for William Campbell, aka Billy. We're praying for him on today. I want to ask you all to continue to pray for Brother James in Collington Station, and we're praying for Pastor Stephen Tucker. Reverend Harold Brinkley, we're lifting in prayer on today. We're praying for Brother Treadwell, recently celebrated 80 years of life. We're lifting him in prayer. We're praying for the UBS team in Atlanta and the Timothy plan in Orlando, Florida. We're praying for Art Alley, lifting Art in prayer, in continual prayer, he and his family. My brothers and sisters are praying for you on today. And may I ask if you all would be so kind to lift me in prayer as I continue to heal as God gives his healing direction and power. We're praying today for Elder um, Reggie Henderson. We're lifting he and his family in prayer, lifting that family in prayer in the transitioning of a loved one. We're praying for that family today. Father, in Jesus' name, we are grateful, God, and so thankful for you and for your love and for your salvation. Thank you, God, that you left on record for us your word. In the beginning, you told us was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And so we're grateful today for your word. God, we're grateful. Thank you so much for the word that you've left on record for us, that we might be able to be more like you. That 
we might reflect the very presence and life and image of your son, Jesus Christ. God, we know it's your desire that we know you and be more like Jesus. We know it, God. And so, God, a few of your believing children on today have come together touching and agreeing and determined that we are not going to allow this moment to pass us by without us growing in our knowledge of you, God. God, we know the deeper our knowledge of you, the deeper our knowledge of you, the deeper our knowledge of your son, Jesus Christ, the more we'll become like you. So God, you have permission from us on today to search us. And if there's anything that's not like you, God, you have our permission to remove it, to take it out, to cancel it, to terminate it, God. Because it is our desire to represent you. God, our attitudes, our dispositions, our faith, our posture in life, our joy, it is our desire that our actions represent and mirror the actions of you and your son, Jesus Christ. Now, God, we pray for forgiveness for those things that we have done that are not a representation of you nor your son. We come against it, God. We ask for forgiveness because we know we have erred and have gone wrong. So, Lord, please forgive us. Renew within us a right spirit because, God, it is our desire to be like you, to be like your son, Jesus. Now, Lord, I pray for all of the requests that have gone forth on today. I ask God that you heal, that you deliver, that you bless, that you set free, that you call to remembrance, that, Lord, you, in fact, will help them to know it, there is a God. I, God, I need you to help us, to help us, God, in this in this venture, in this task that's before us, in this journey that we've embarked upon, because, God, we need you. We pray for those on our streets, God. We pray today for those the violence and the perpetrators of the violence. Lord, change their hearts and minds, God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, this is our prayer. We pray. We need you. Amen. Hey, listen, you all, God bless you all. Thank you for your time today. Um, I've given you some principles today that will help us to become more like Christ. Now, on your mark, get set. Let's grow. Know that I love you much. Have a great day on purpose. God bless you all.